0: about helping businesses grow and you absolutely have to market to grow your business. Give it all you got. The best is yet to come. Hey, everybody. (laughs) It's me, Tiffany from OMH agency, and I'm here with Jessica Baldwin from Billings 365. Hey, Jessica. Hi. Thanks for coming, Um, and thanks to everyone who's joined us here on the call. A little bit about Jessica. Um, She's the founder and owner of Billings 365, like I just said. Uh, She's been successful in building an engaged audience around things to do in Billings. Uh, The brand distributes content throughout multiple channels, including Billings365.com, which, I think a lot of us have seen, um, a lot of us are huge fans of, mm-hmm. you have a lot of fans out there. Not. I don't know if I talk to anyone who hasn't heard of it and used it to Good. know what's going on. And I know Jessica always tells me, she's like, if anybody thinks that there's not anything going on in Billings, <laughs> they're crazy. So be sure if you feel that way ever, uh, be sure or if, you're, if you're from out of town and you wanna come visit Billings because it's such a great place to be, make sure that you go to Billings 365, it's super. Um, and so she distributes there as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and an e-newsletter to deliver the message to the audience uh, wherever you're, wherever you want to consume it. So uh, Jessica works with Billings 365 advertising partners to similarly utilize Billings 365's multiple channels to marry content marketing with traditional online advertising to create engaging digital campaigns. I kind of gave you a mouthful of stuff to That's say awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I, I totally agree with it. So I'm really excited. And today we're going to talk about content. Um, I, I talked to Jessica ahead of time about this uh, probably a couple weeks ago, and she's like, oh my gosh, we get to geek out about content. <laughs> yes. So...
1: Um, uh, so can you first just kind of tell me what does that mean to you? Content. Content. So content to me is any kind of information you're going to put out to your audience. So um, content can include your traditional advertising. Um, but I, I think that in the sense that we're talking about it, it's more about like the online content that you're uh, creating, whether that is for your website, um, for your Facebook, um, photos for your Instagram. Um, videos that you're putting out on YouTube, Um, all of that uh, is your content and all of it should be part of your content strategy, your e-newsletter. And as a publisher, you know, anything that you're going to do with some uh, third-party media entity like a Billings 365 or, you know, the other traditional media that you work with, thinking about the content that you're using for that purpose as well.
0: And content can really be text. It could be Mm -hmm. like writing an article it could be what you write for your social media posts, yep. as well as images and video. And I think where we're going to talk today, if I if I understand it correctly, is like how to strategize because mm-hmm. you were mentioning that a lot of people just kind of fly by the seat of their pants, but you're able to really hone in on a, on a campaign mm-hmm. and really see the difference between just like, oh, this is what we did today. Right. And like, okay, these are the things that we're going to be posting, but then maybe integrating some things that happen on the fly.
1: Yep. So I feel like there was, that we've kind of, you know, social media and um, your digital online presence, we've kind of come from this place where for a while we were talking a lot about like the frequency at which you should post and, um, you know, sharing articles from other sources on your page to show that, And I think we're kind of coming around a bend where um, that kind of stuff isn't working as much and you really have to be thoughtful about, you know, every time you post something, you're garnering for your audience's attention. And so you want to make um, whatever kind of content that is, you want to make it worth your while to produce and you want to make it worthwhile for your audience to consume. And so if it doesn't meet those criteria, then maybe it's not a good post to make. Sure. Sure. So it's less about like, posting five times a day and more about thinking really thoughtfully about the content that you're you're going to put out on each media that you choose to engage with
0: okay and I know I haven't asked you any of the questions I told you I was gonna ask yeah. you but just kind of just to kind of build on that can you give an example of what you mean because I imagine a business owner being out there and going, I don't even know what that means. Like I am building sprockets and what you're saying is content and like it sounds really, but it's really not. It's really kind of doing what you're already doing, Mm -hmm. but then like being deliberate about how you communicate it. So could you maybe um, use an example? You don't have to name names or you can name names, but of a program where you're like, for example, because I think it's easier for a lot of us just to go, Here's our strategy, here are the days, here mm-hmm. um and then it's a machine you know, then it's a process, but you can still work that in.
1: However, kinda how you're explaining how to do it, I think how can can you give an example? Well, I'll give kind of a generalized example. And we've all seen this kind of stuff come across our own personal news feed and we're seeing less of it now because the algorithms are taking that kind of stuff out. But um, you know, a accounting firm perhaps uh, putting out an inspirational quote that's on a picture of a cute cat or something, Mm -hmm. does that actually speak to the business that you are and the audience that you're trying to reach? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, perhaps it would be better to not think like, oh, I got to get a post up today. So I'm just going to put something up that I think people might like. And think through like, what are the frequently asked questions of my accounting firm? Mm, mm -hmm. Is there a way that I can take that content and make that into a series of um, blog posts Mm -hmm. or a video series on Facebook or um, on my YouTube channel or in an e-newsletter? Maybe I send that out to my subscribers. And I just think that that process yields better results For both you and for your audience and, you know, your audience, when you put out stuff that's not authentic, um, they start to get numb to it. Mm Um, and I just think it's a, it's a waste of everyone's time if it's not thoughtfully created. It's It's a good way to get ignored. It's a great way to get ignored.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's really, that is really helpful. Okay. Yeah. This is, uh, this is maybe it's not, I don't think it's off topic, but it's come up a lot this last week for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to get your feedback about it. Um, So what about like, I've seen a lot of effort and not just from one company, but like from Mm -hmm. several companies, all of a sudden they're talking about like, oh my gosh, our filters on our images have to be the same. And like how much, um, you know, I know with Instagram, you look down a profile and and there should be some continuity. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, going back to the cat, like if I'm looking at a, at an, um, accounting, you know, you do need to make it interesting, but probably a cat isn't a really good one to you. So even with, I mean, I'm kind of off topic a little bit, but like, so quotes would be appropriate, but it, it would maybe be like, why being mindful of your finances, you know, that kind of a quote, but kind of offbeat back to the filters and, and that kind of thing. I mean, is there a place for images that are on brand that deliver the message? Um, how much attention do you think should be spent on having exactly the same filters and things like that when it comes to social media specifically. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I guess, you know, I'll speak from my perspective. Um, We do try to keep a a somewhat consistent um, feel to our uh, images for Billings 365, but that generally for us tends to be more topic-specific. You know, Felicia, who works with me... Mm -hmm. um, has a little different style than I would, and she's much more talented with photography. So I know that my images are not going to match her quality of images. But our business is so on the fly that if I'm at a coffee shop or at a great restaurant, I don't want to miss the opportunity to post the content that I know my audience would find relevant Mm -hmm. in the moment that it's relevant. So I try not to let that... um, I guess that look that I'm going for override mm-hmm. my strategy. But it, it's i say it's different for every business. Sure. Um, if I'm a boutique, um, I probably want to present a certain feel for my boutique um, with images that are consistent and a quality that's consistent that's maybe different from what I need to do for Billings 365.
0: Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, that was just on a on the fly question because like I said it's come up so many times. Yeah. So, um now okay, so we talked about actually this was exactly the questions that we talked mm-hmm. about. So, what content is a couple ways to apply content. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. What are a couple
1: ways to apply content strategy to what we do every day? Um so content strategy I think starts with defining your audience just like all of our marketing should um one of the things that i like to do is kind of write up a little customer persona so take it further than like um you know looking at your demographics and you know the age the gender and all of that but going like a little step further and trying to think through like who your customer is so kind of writing out almost a paragraph about um what your customer looks like. So for three sixty five, it might start with something like I'm a person that enjoys unique experiences. I am more likely to dine at a local hole in the wall than a a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm technically, or I'm generally considered the planner of the bunch, and I'm always looking for new things to do with my friends. Something like that, where that can kind of guide your content strategy um, moving forward. So starting with your audience, And then kind of considering what content they would want to consume. So you kind of have to reverse it from like, you know, when we're starting a business, we're taught to like write our mission statement and define all of our products and services. And then sometimes we can get stuck in that vision Mm -hmm. um, where we're coming from our end of things and pushing content out. But if you can think about your audience and like, what do they want to consume and how can I make my content match with that? Mm-hmm. I call it like pushing our, our agenda. Like right. a lot of times business owners
0: have an agenda and yes. they're trying to push it. So Yeah. It, yeah. So, but is Kinda that... Thinking what, and and two I always say too, like if you can think of a human that matches what you're saying. Right. So like what you just said, where you're like, here's a paragraph, this is generally what I'm like. So then like putting a face to it. Like, right. you know, I remember when I first started this business, I thought, okay, I want to talk to my audience this is, you know, what that person wants generally. Mm-hmm. But then when I had an actual person right. who was the one that I knew was going to go to my website and look at it, I rewrote everything. Yes. And I feel like if, if only business owners, that's how they wrote their content was like, even if, and I have to do this all the time, where I write it, and it's like, oh, agenda, and then I put it through that filter, like, oh, what if that person read right. it, you know? So right. right along with the lines with what you're saying, but I always feel like if you could put, like, an actual human mm-hmm. attached to it, I feel like we talk a little bit differently. Yep.
1: So your audience, content that ma- matches your audience, and then which platforms is your audience on, where are you going to distribute the content to mm-hmm. reach them, I think are kind of your your key pieces of content strategy. And, you know, 365 is a lot different. Like we don't offer, um, you know, uh, content services in the same way that OMH does. We're more of a publisher. So we work with advertisers to try to figure out, like, is there a way that 365's content can marry with the advertiser's goals? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and then how can we use our distribution model to take that content to our audience that our publisher has determined is part of their audience, right? right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And
0: again, like what you said about where does your audience go? So, right. if you define it like what you were saying of you know how tech savvy are they? What are their age group? Mm-hmm. How do they communicate? Are they very formal? Are they very relaxed? Um, right. And then going to the platform that mm-hmm. speaks like that. So, what yes. is the na- native naked? What's the native <laughs> language of that platform? Um, and then does that match up with the person that you're right? Physically speaking, too. Right. So, um, yeah. So as I'm asking uh, questions of Jessica, be sure that you comment and share your questions as well. Um, this is a great opportunity to ask one of the top pros, um, around there. So, uh, okay. So also, um, do you have an example of where you've used a strategy in place, um, where you used a strategy focused, um, approach versus just like flying by the seat of your pants, where they were maybe flying and you were like, dude, like we're yeah. gonna
1: actually apply a plan here (laughs) Um, so Billings 365 is always um, content strategy is like the central piece of our business right so um, so everything that we do is mindful of our audience because we you know uh, our revenue is generated because we build an audience and then we um, serve content to them and partner with advertisers to do so Um, but one example I can think of is um, Felicia and I were doing Billings 365 content for uh, Montana Fair. And we were like, how can we um, get that animal side of uh, of the fair um, to really go viral on Facebook? And so um, Felicia actually mentioned we should totally get Jeff the Nature Guy oh, yeah. to come and... Um, Come and take us through a tour of the barn. Um, and Jeff's at Zoo Montana. And Jeff is at and, Zoo And if anyone Montana. watches um, Billings Local
0: News, they've probably seen Jeff the Nature Guy yeah. uh, and his features. So and what he, a great idea. He probably
1: wouldn't appreciate me telling everyone this, but you put <laughs> Jeff the Nature Guy in a piece of content, and it does amazing. Like, okay, yeah. The community loves him. And so that was a, a situation where we really thought um, very carefully about, like, who is the fair's audience, what are the fair's goals? We want to showcase the animals and that part of the fair because oftentimes that can get overlooked. You think of like the rides and the food and the games and whatever. Um, and the fairs are really important, or the animals are a really important part of the fair. So they really wanted to give that some love. And that was by far like probably our best video that oh, we nice. did. Um, with Montana Fair, and it just went huge.
0: Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. And I'll just add, too, I mean, this is probably a shameless plug, but um, Felicia is with Benton Media. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually does our video content, um, so most of it as yeah. well. She and um, Kyle. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good example, too, that, you know, once you really, um, you know, keep it personal, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like this contrived. I mean, it's a little bit contrived, but, like, it's, it's like this – fun, connecting people kind of a, Mm -hmm. but it's still a campaign, you know? So you're able to plan it, but yet keep it really connected. And the
1: other thing we knew about the fair is that fair food is a huge driver to get people to the fair. And so we did stuff like, um, a video where we did a taste test of like Mm. one of the new fair foods. And what was it? Um, the Reuben at Rude Boy's, um, food truck. Okay. And it was oh my gosh, okay. it was amazing. Like I'm like, where's Rude Boys now? Yeah, where are they parked? I will go there. So awesome. Yeah. So, so
0: you did a taste like test, that. and which which really speaks to the whole idea of what do people already want to see? So you're not just forcing stuff again, bringing our agenda. and yeah. going we really want them to care about animals. you yes. know we're going. Hey, what do they care about? How can we suck them in? And then we also have content that is on brand, mm-hmm. but is equally as exciting, but maybe that they might have other overlooked if you hadn't kind of sucked them in with this whole, right. like, I know you guys already like food, so let's right. Let's talk about that. So, yeah. awesome. Well, that's really good. That's a really good Well, cool.
1: and I think the other thing is, it doesn't have to be, like, production can be important if you choose to make production important in your content, but it's not that the content has to be complicated, but it does have to be thoughtful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really, that's actually
0: a really good Nugget right there. Yeah. So um, okay, so and then what is a process that a brand can use to create a strategy to get the most out of the content that they create? Because again, Mm -hmm. I mean, and that actually was a really good example. I think a lot of people, um, because I I personally think on social media, it needs to feel like nobody planned it. You know what I mean? It needs to feel like, oh wow, they're fun and cool. Like that was spontaneous. Yeah. But there's a lot of planning that goes into it. So um, again, like, um, thinking about just small businesses or even big businesses and they're, they're so focused on day-to-day operations. So I feel like to kind of pull themselves out and go, okay, so how can I Mm seem off the cuff, but really I'm trying to, I'm trying to plan something here. What's a good process that you would say would help us, maybe a small business owner who's like, I have, you know, a marketing person that does Mm -hmm. this for me, or I do it myself, what's something that you would recommend for them as far as going into this with a strategy mind, um, with
1: regards to content? Um, I think just like I mentioned before, sitting down and thinking of like who your audience is and then what are some ways I mean, your frequently asked questions for most businesses is a great place to start, but is there a way you can make your answers a little more interesting than your FAQs that you have on your website? You know? <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity to use the same content, but in different formats. So you don't feel like you're always having to like think of like, what's the next thing that I can make huge, right? right. So, um, perfect example is what you're doing exactly with this chat and grow. You're, um, Allowing a live session where people can ask questions, but you're also recording it where you can use it for video um, and also as a podcast. So you're making a lot of use out of one piece of content. It's called
0: optimization. Optimization. Anyone who's heard my whole lecture on like what optimization is, it's using, taking an asset and absolutely sucking the most out of it that you possibly, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And you do that very well too, I have to say. So we've
1: done that with, um, with a few pieces of content. We did a series um, with one of our uh, presenting sponsors, who's Liz Francis with North Acre Real Estate, <laughs> shout out for her. Um, but we did a whole moving to Billings series, things you should know if you're moving to Billings, and that started as blog posts. And we've then taken those blog posts that did very well and turned them into videos, okay. um, and put visuals with that. So we're we're getting to distribute that content. Because I think the thing we think is that we put content out and everybody saw it already, mm-hmm. but the truth is only a portion of your audience saw it. Right. It, it's a it's a micro moment, especially micro with moment. with uh, social media.
0: It's um, anyway. Let's kind of jump over. Um, Rye uh, brought up a good question. With such a variety of categories, how do you make sure you have a voice among your advertisers? Do you want to take that or? That's such a good question, um, and I feel like social media is such a noisy space. Yes, and so um, and advertisers um, and Raya, if you're listening, um, I'm wondering: Are you talking specifically about um, social media advertising or uh, content on social media, or what what kind of platform of advertising? We'll kind of speak to it generally, but um, if you want to maybe uh, just elaborate on that a little bit about what um, you know, advertisers, if we're actually specifically talking about advertising or content in general, I'm going to talk about content in general and, and kind of defer to you as well. Um, but, um, hold on real quick. Okay. Oh, Taylor. Okay. I can see you guys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so officially the OMH spectrum, I would like to say it's spectrum, went <laughs> down for the whole office. So we had everybody scrambling and we're really excited to be back. <laughs> um, so, OK, lost video and audio feed. OK, so um, OK, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about Raya's question. Um, so OK, so Rai was specifically talking about brand clarity I see on the website that Billing Street 65 is presented by a number of sponsors and advertisers. How do you keep a target demographic in social media with a variety of different events, advertisers, um, sponsors focusing on other targets? Um, That's a
1: good question. Yeah. So for us, it kind of comes back to who that advertiser is trying to reach. So we kind of try to keep our content on entertainment and recreation as best we can. Um, and so most everything will be event-based um, restaurants, um, basically things to do in billings. And so a lot of our advertisers are event advertisers who um, want to reach people who want to go to events. But but then in the case of... Um, Northacre Realty, for example, um, you know, they're trying to reach potential home buyers. And just because um, our audience is speaking to people who want to go to events doesn't mean that it's not also a potential pool of home buyers. So we do take um, opportunities to work in some specialized sponsorships like that. Um, with Northacre and Infinity Homes, you know they're trying to reach that demographic of um, young twenty and thirty somethings who uh, may be buying a home, and also you know some businesses want to be associated with content that's a little more exciting maybe than um, what, what their day to day business has <laughs> going on. Um, and so we try to find creative ways to make content that fits our audience but also fits them. And so for 365, we do get a lot of um, transplants to Billings telling us that um, our website is one of the first things they found mm-hmm. when they were um, trying to figure out what to do in the Does local me. market.
0: Yeah. Yes, And <laughs> so like my son here, Alex, he's our audio guy. He's got his headphones on and she's talking about it. he's like, yep, that's what I did. Yep. too." And he's, you know, yep. early so, 20s. So,
1: <laughs> so, you know, for a realtor, that's an audience that they they want to get in front of. Um, and be the first real estate company that or home builder in the case of Infinity Homes that you're going to see when you're researching your new home. So.
0: And to speak even more to it kind of outside of Billings 365, like as someone looking in, some of these opportunities are really tough to break into because, mm-hmm. I mean, don't you kind of I mean, for one, you have to be really creative. So if you came to Jessica and you are not you don't you're not like have a bar or a event or some kind of music venue or something, mm-hmm. it's tough to think of a really good way to be relevant because she's not going to just go, Oh, you want to reach that audience? Great. Well, you can just have, like, you can't, you have to, I mean, you can advertise, but yeah. you can't like, if you're, if we're talking content marketing and right speaking to kind of what you're saying, um, like how do you break out? Cause if you're just advertising, I mean, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, it's, it's kind of tough. It's like being a billboard among a lot of billboards. And so you know, you have to be creative. And Mm -hmm. so no matter what area you're doing it, one, be on brand, um, and, and be in the right spot. So if you're trying to reach them, you can still do it, but you have to be creative and you have to get scrappy and you have to kind of back what you're trying to do. So, you know, for example, like we were in Billings 365 and I'm like, well, marketing, I mean, like, you know, there's nothing we do that's super exciting. And (laughs) we, you know, we don't yet have parties here or anything like that, but we will maybe, but, um, but so, and I was like, I love, I love Billings sixty-five. So I just wanted the cool factor. And so we, um, Lindsay, who used to be here with us, she and I did the burger thing where we mm-hmm. went and tried out weird burgers, which mostly they were just good burgers. So, um, you know, just something, and I'm a foodie. So at the end of this, we'd actually have a food question at the end of all of our interviews. But, um, so for me, um, you know, if you listen to Gary Vee, you know, that he wants to buy the jets. Does that have anything to do with marketing? Um, yeah, because everything does. However, he works it in because that's him. And mm-hmm. and in our world, like if anybody knows me, if they've been to one of our meetings, you've probably heard us talk about food and where we ate and why we liked it and why we didn't. And so what's on brand for you might look a little bit different. So like, it, let's say you're an accountant and you're a cat person mm-hmm. and no one's ever been to your office and not been like, wow, this is a cat person.
1: That would be on brand. That Yes. In so, that case,
0: that accountant
1: can yes. post Cat pictures of the cats in their office.
0: So as far (laughs) as standing out in the crowd, I feel like you just, you have to get out there and you have to go, how can I, you know, how you approach getting into Billings 365 and stand out is the same approach that you're going to take to stand out in social media. Because same thing, it's like, I mean, if you're a real estate agent, if you're in marketing at all in any facet, it's hard to stand out above. if you're a publisher. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's a lot of industries. Now, there's a lot of industries where if you want to break out in social media and no one else in your industry is doing it, um, you're going to be a rock star. Like, you could pretty much just... Like, have a good strategy and you're going to be a rock star. But there's a lot of industries. Um, So, right, kind of speaking to what you're asking, I mean, there's a lot of industries where it's very difficult to stand out among your competitors. Um, But that's and I think talking one is coming here and asking questions. It's a huge first step in getting that edge. Um and then also um you know having a pro that you can work with that can help you develop strategy and Mm -hmm. help you find what stands out. Like we were at Biz to Biz the other day. Have you um okay, Natalie, if you're here. I haven't looked at the at the guest list yet, but Natalie, if you're here, hi, I'm gonna talk about you for a minute. Um so we're at Biz Mm -hmm. and um have you met Natalie with Norwex? No. I've never been exposed to Norwex till now and and I love it, but that's a whole different thing. But so Natalie has a huge, amazing personality, and you cannot watch her without just, just sitting and just going like, I'm pretty passionate and get excited. But still, when Natalie talks, I'm like, you know, I just like watch her because she's <laughs> so funny and and just hysterical. So she's talking about like, how do I stand out? Like everyone's trying to sell Norwex, everyone's trying to sell something, and so I'm like, um, be on video, like have a friend, just grab, a, you know. Their, your phone and just video, t- you know, record you. But I think just knowing what medium you're really good at. Mm-hmm. So if someone's a good writer, you know, if you're, again, we are picking on accounts today. I don't know why, but, you know, um, again, you know, write. I love you, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. I'm really appreciating accounts right now. So <laughs> and, you know. So there's really no boring industry. It's just a matter of um, developing your brand and knowing your audience. Like, right. I don't know why I went on that whole rant, but good question, Rye. So don't be afraid to ask questions. I will try not to do that every time. <laughs> so I have another question for you. Um, let's see here. How? Oh yeah, this is this is a huge one I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what results do you measure when you're out figuring out the success of a strategy or a campaign? So when you're mm-hmm. starting it out. I know you set goals and you're like, this is what we want. So what kind of metrics are you kind of looking at?
1: Well, that kind of depends on each. For us, it's with our advertisers or, you know, a campaign that we're doing for ourselves. And so it really depends on each business and their goals. You know, every time you put out a a marketing campaign or an ad, um, hopefully, you know, you have some goal in mind of what you're trying to do. And so um, for a lot of the stuff we do with 365, that is just a brand awareness piece. They want to make sure that we're creating this content and then people are actually seeing it. So we do, of course, measure you know the amount of views, the amount of engagement we've gotten on the piece, comments and stuff like that, things that the advertiser wants to see that they know that it's um, engaging content. But at the end of the day, you really want people to come through your doors, right? And patron your business or whatever and so we will have advertisers tell us that you know we did that gallery preview of you know heritage home tour for example we did a little photo gallery preview um, of the homes that would be on the tour just showing enough to get you interested but not showing it all so you didn't need to go on the tour and they said um, you know that one change that they did between um, the previous year and that year that gallery, and that they saw an increase in attendance, and so that's the kind of stuff we like to hear. We don't always get that kind of feedback from our advertisers because sometimes they're they're not measuring on their end, um, and it really does take a cohesive effort to make sure that um, that 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 physical action is happening, mm-hmm. not just the online exposure. But so it th- really depends on which you know, what you're after.
0: Yeah. Well, and I guess the takeaway from that is probably it's super important as a business owner that you have, or as a marketer, that you have an idea of what your goal is. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to you and they don't have a goal, you know, there's not, you know, like you have your metrics, but right. then wah, wah, like who yeah. cares, right? Cause right. they're going to be, they're going to think like, how will they know if it worked or not? If right. they're, if they don't have a goal, Like, this is, I want more people on the tour,
1: Yeah, you know. And so the other um, piece of that I would mention is that it's all cumulative, right? So um, I think content works best when there's some consistency um, and you're making a concerted effort. And that might be across multiple platforms, but it all comes together to drive the result. I'd say, like, there's rarely just, like, I'm going to put out This one piece of content and that's going to get people like banging on my door for my business. Um, That viral, amazing piece of content is kind of a rarity, I would say, but it all works together um, to kind of build up your brand and build up your authority in your industry um, and work together to drive those results for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. it's very good. So, um, again, feel free to ask questions, um, out there. I have more for you. So, um, is there just one thing, um, if there was just one thing that, um, that you, that a business could do to improve those results, what would it be? I, I want to actually rephrase this question. Like if you were the boss of them mm-hmm. and you could just make them do something to get better results, what would it be?
1: Um, I think the, the, the single biggest thing that I think that businesses don't do, which we've already talked about, is thinking of that audience, like really defining who your audience is so that your content is matching what they want to consume. Like not just pushing stuff out, but really thinking about that, that end user, I just think is the key. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're the boss of them and you made them do that, they would get better results just from doing that one thing. I believe I so. Think so. I totally agree with you. Because <laughs> I feel like I see a lot of the other way mm-hmm. happening. And it's not its not any... Um, people are doing the best that they, oh, exactly. they feel they can. But I think like they're not can, losers for doing it. No. Because at
0: least they're doing something. At least like, they're doing that's, something. That's a winning thing is trying. But, yeah. but, but if, but you, if can, you can make them do one more thing, then that would yeah. be it. And they would get better results.
1: Yep. yep. If you could just shift your perspective just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I think it would work. And the other thing I see in... Um, in 365's world and working with an advertiser is sometimes trying to want, like trying to put um, the entire kitchen sink, I'd say, into one oh. piece of content, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, you know, we have these three departments and all three departments have to be included in this one video that we're doing, whereas it's probably better to break that content out into three little pieces that talk about each department or each service that you offer, instead of feeling like, well, I'm hiring someone to do this business so, um, or to do this piece of content. So I want to make sure I cram everything in so that I am getting the most bang for my buck. And you probably aren't going to get your best bang for your buck in doing that. Cause it you kind of miss the mark completely. You, yeah. It like it's like you're trying it. to do
0: everything. Who's going to connect with that?
1: Right. It like, dilutes you, the like you
0: think about it as a business owner, if someone threw you 13 things, would you, you'd be like, I'm shut down now. Like that's, that's all my yeah. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Right. Whereas if someone was speaking to you on one issue that you're having right at the moment. Right. You're like, oh, you have my attention. Like, yes. I just ran into that. What, you know. Yeah. So sometimes
1: you- we still think of it in the terms of the 30-second commercial, and I want to tell you all the things that I do. But really, if you just tell me about this one service that you offer, mm-hmm. like. Well, and how it affects you.
0: Yeah. So instead of talking about the service, talk about, like, what are you going to get out of it? So, right. So, you know, I don't know. Okay, it just goes back to asking really good questions, and like yes. I have like twenty questions for you now, I'm thinking like <laughs> of examples. But I'm I'm gonna re- we have a question from okay. someone else, so so let's do that. So Taylor here at our office, she wants to know, Jessica, how do you define billing, the Billings three sixty five audience? Just everyone in the city of Billings, or does it get more specific? Or I'd like to add even more general than that.
1: Yeah. So um, we're more um. When I think of our audience, it's more behavioral. So it's people who are looking for things to do. So we don't necessarily define it as a certain age group, but our analytics show us that the ages that we reach are um, 25 to 35 is our primary, and then 35 to 45 is secondary, and then we have lots on the outliers, and it skews female. So these are things I know, but that's not necessarily the way that I um, define my audience. It's more that, um, you know, they're looking for unique experiences. It's people looking for unique experiences, events and things to do. And so we cater our content back to that behavioral um, profile more so than like age and demo. Because Mm -hmm. we know that lots of people over the age of 50, access our website to find events and new places to go out and eat and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you know, and um, I kind of to get your feedback on this, but I feel like I hate having to sell to someone that isn't, you know, like I'd rather go to the people who are already looking for it than have to like create an audience. And so in speaking to the demographic side of it, even though your story is to anyone, um, do you find yourself where you're going, I already know that women are looking for it, so I'm just going to go to where they're at and speak to them because I know, like, that's an easy sell. Mm-hmm. Because even though men are looking for things too, who you, I mean, I'm always in the passenger side looking yeah. for what restaurant we're going to eat, right. know, where, where we're going to eat, or is there something going on this weekend? Or mm-hmm. And not that that's the case for everyone, so no. it kind of goes back to that. However, um, your your stats mm-hmm. are consistent with that. And yep. so if you're saying, well... I mean as far as percentage of who you're speaking to do you kind of scale based on that and i think this is helpful for other businesses too because um you know there's a lot of businesses i'm sure where it's like yeah we help everybody but if it's women who are the ones who are doing the research on it or if it's men who are you know like i want a shelf but my husband's the one who's going to go look for the parts you know and so even though i'm going to make the final decision on what i like you're going to speak differently knowing that he's the one who's going to be like in front of the thing, going, I'm the one buying it right yeah. now, but I'm the one online, you know, looking right. for it. So,
1: yep. So, yeah. So it kind of depends on who the advertiser would be and what their goals are. If, um, if we had someone, for example, like a recreation, um, shields or uh-huh. the base camp, a recreation, um, equipment provider or whatever, we might try to, um, not that women aren't into that stuff because we know that and we're in Montana and <laughs> everybody shields, is. And that's so fun. <laughs> like who doesn't like shields? <laughs> but we might try to make, you know, a series on hunting that speaks to males a little bit more. And then rather than thinking of just our website as the place that that content gets distributed, um, we might, you know, target that more. We might put a little bit of a paid post on Facebook to ensure that we're reaching our male audience that already likes our page um, and working with the advertiser to do that. Or you know, letting the advertiser also use the content that we create on their own social media, so that we're making sure that we're producing good content that makes good sense for Billings 365, um, but it's also reaching the audience that the advertiser wants to to reach. Well, and on the flip side, I mean, I we help uh,
0: we work with a uh, fly fishing guide, mm-hmm. um, Chris Fleck, in at uh, Stillwater Anglers in Columbus, and. I know for him, he's like, I really, I mean, the women are a growing market and mm-hmm. I really want to reach out to them. So I think also you can use demographics when you're developing your um, content and right. like what you're going to say based on where you want to grow. Yep. And then how you speak to that group. I think segmenting is probably a good um strategy to use when developing content for that reason because sometimes you're like okay I want to talk to this group because they're already sold yeah and then but I really want to talk to this group but you'll talk like if I was saying for example I'm a woman who wants to learn how to fly fish and how someone's going to talk to me about fly fishing is a lot different than some man who's been fly fishing for 20 years and he already knows what all the flies are I'm like Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like do I time myself? Do I buy them? You know, so right. how someone's it's like, could you give me the vocabulary first? Mm-hmm. And then so it's like spoon feeding, and then you have so I think targeting your content for the demographic, yeah. I think is So doing to a grow getting it.
1: started series of yeah. content or that kind of thing. And maybe it features a, a female who is learning. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Awesome. That's good stuff. Um, okay, so um uh Okay, I think I kind of asked you this already. So, but I'm gonna, so I'm gonna skip on. Is there anything else that you wanna be sure that business owners, entrepreneurs, and brands know? before we finish up, we still have, we have about five more minutes. So be sure if you have any questions and you're sitting there and you're like, hum, 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 I don't know if I want to ask because Tiffany will probably geek out again. <laughs> um, don't be afraid. Now's your chance. You have five more minutes, um, to submit your questions. But in the meantime, um, Jessica, why don't you share, like, if there's anything else about content and strategy, not flying by the seat of your pants, mm-hmm. anything else that we've talked about today or questions that you think, you yeah. might
1: have that. So I think um, try not to be intimidated by it. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to be thoughtful. So actually take, take a few minutes to sit down and think before you post, um, I think is a good takeaway. And that you don't have to do it all yourself. There are lots of um, great providers who can help you. And you don't have to, you also don't have to get. Um, make it some big expense that's going to be difficult for you to maintain, you can also, you know, look for the option to consult with an OMH or Benton Media or plenty of other providers where they can maybe help you define that strategy. Um, but maybe, um, maybe they're not taking on the ongoing management for you, or you're going to them for like, a. A bucket of content like I need help augmenting my content with really good content. Can you help me do that? Um, There's providers out there like that. And there's also other media um, that are offering content. If you know that like a Billings 365 or Billings Gazette or Q2 reaches your audience, um, ask them what they have other than like a traditional media buy on their platforms. A lot of the traditional media are starting to do more content based uh, packages and they they have creative staff who can help um, create that content for your business as well. And if you do that, make sure you ask them, can I have that content for my own social media too so that you can reuse it? Oh my gosh. And can I just say... If they
0: help you and then you don't do what they say, I can't help you anymore. So hang up. (laughs) That's my biggest thing. I'm like, you'll sit with like, I'll sit with you and you're like, okay, this is what you should do. And I'm like, okay, like this is the area that I think you're just amazing at. And please tell me what you know. And then you tell me and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah. And, And I especially see this with too many things in one, like poor graphic designers. I always like my heart just goes out to them because They'll go to, and, and I'm, this is like off topic, but yeah. it has to do with content. And I know that you run, I, I don't think there's a marketer who doesn't run into it because I build websites. And yeah. so, dude, I see it all the time where it's like, focus. What's one thing you want this person to yeah. do on this page and make sure that it's set up to do that. Yep. And then they're like, okay, except for that, I want 15 other things on there. And you're like, no, right. now they're confused. You yeah, know? focus. Focus is, I key. Yeah. Yeah. And listen to the pro yeah. like, or like, it'd be like me going to the accountant cause today's accountant day. Um, and going, okay, so what should I do with my money? Or, you know, how do I, um, you know, take care of this or that? And then they're like, do this. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Like yeah. it just, and think about it like, okay, everybody on this call, you have a business. Imagine that you get called to help and then you help. And then, um, the person is like, no, I know how to do it better. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I think every cause I've been in a lot of industries and I've consulted a lot of industries and I've seen every industry go through the same thing. Um, but I think in marketing, um, because it touches every industry, mm-hmm. I think we can take our own advice when it comes to that and just take the advice of the pro. So. Um, Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, this was super helpful. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is cool. It was very fun to talk to you about all this. And um, so next week uh, we are, let's see, we have another Chat and Grow next week on Thursday. It's 11 o'clock a.m. Mountain Time. And we will be meeting with Kyle Benton from Benton Media. So we'll be talking about video in social media specifically. Um, There are so many amazing digital media people where they take photos and they do video. And um, I think our community is super rich in it. But across the country, no matter where you are, I guarantee that in your community, you have very talented people who know how to do it. Um, And so we're going to I've got a bunch of questions I'll be asking Kyle as well. So um, if you I would love for you to be on the call and right now start writing down some questions, just have like a little sticky note where you're like starting to add questions or open a Google doc and, um, just add to those questions so that, um, when we open up, you use that time really well and ask Kyle, um, and I questions specific to, uh, a video in social media or anything else. So like if you're on Facebook and you look at an ad and you're like, Oh my gosh, why would they do that? And so if it's completely off topic, you can 100% use this time to ask whatever question you want if it's something that we need to just like screenshot and do um, we'll do that as well on november 9th uh, taylor and i are back and we are going to be answering questions that people have um, we will have demos that day too so um, if you want to do this call on your phone you know we do zoom um, and you can actually use zoom on your phone so if you wanted to get in on the call on your cell phone and then open your computer and actually use it as time that you can be you know pooping around on it and then we can um you know screen share and show you things and if you have questions but your questions that's what we want to be answering i mean i can share with you what i get asked all the time um a lot of them are the same questions so i'm assuming that it's going to be helpful to a lot of people um so that's what we've got coming up the next couple weeks and um We also have some trainings um, in person. If you're in the Billings area, we will be recording them so that we'll share them um, across the web through chat and grow. So anytime it has to do with training or anything like that, it is all going to be done through chatandgrow.com. And so the live trainings, if you're interested in that, um, go log in to chat and grow. And uh, just there's a Facebook um, comment area and you can comment with ideas and and um, of, of topics that you want to cover i know if you go to the uh, omh agency facebook page or if you go to the chat and grow facebook page i just put a post up of the ideas of the workshops that we'll be having here at our training center Um, And so if you have any that you're like, please do that first, we're going to be prioritizing them. And without your feedback, it's going to be, I mean, your feedback is so valuable. So if you're able to comment and say, oh my gosh, yes, I want WordPress 101. Like I don't want to have WordPress 101. And everyone's going, oh, I want social media. I want to know how to post on social media in an hour. Um, So there's some really good topics that I think are going to be very helpful to people. Um, So this is your opportunity to help us prioritize according to what would be helpful to you. So That's it. Um, Thanks to Alex Youngren, who is doing the audio for the podcast and the videos. Thanks to Taylor Hill, who is here on our team. She has been fielding questions and sharing them with us so that we're able to answer them. Uh, She also did a lot of physical running to make sure that um, we were back online as quickly as possible. So thank you for your patience while that happened. And um, to everyone else who helped, and thank you very much to Jessica for coming. Thank you
1: for having me. This was fun.
0: Yeah, and thanks to everyone who attended. So peace out.